Welcome to Javante Sports Podcast. I'm Javante, and I'm just going to get right into it. The first thing I'd like to talk about is the Big Ten and Pac-12's decision to cancel fall sports due to COVID. Those two Power Five conferences are the first two of the five to decide to cancel fall sports. The other three being the SEC, ACC, and Big 12 have decided to wait off the potential start of the season as long as possible to make that decision. And from what I have seen from the coaches, the players, and their parents, they would have liked to see the Big 10 and Pac-12 make that decision as well. And I can only go from what I've been seeing. Uh, me being an Ohio State fan, I'm following a lot of the a lot of the news going on at Ohio State. And here, pretty much, there has been a huge outcry of the coaches, the parents, and the students, either both together and separately, have come out with all their own statements saying that they would like for there to be a fall season. And from what I've seen, as long as there are there is a standard that that everybody can agree with, I believe that you should probably do what the players and coaches and their parents want. And let me be honest here that from what I've seen with Ohio State has been a pretty much a lot of resources put into testing and making and pretty much telling all the players they need to pretty much stick to a bubble situation, which is pretty much what they do anyway. But even still, with that little bit of free time that they have, they have been implored by both the the older players, but the coaching staffs and the parents to Stick to themselves as much as possible, socially distance, wear a mask, and do everything they have to do. And as as far as I see it, as long as they're willing to make that sacrifice and as long as it's what they really want to do, I don't see why anybody should decide to take that away from them. As long as the teams that we end up playing are going by those same standards as well. Because the way I see it is these players don't just get to go home. They still have to go to class once once the school year starts. And it's not all going to be online. And let me preface this by saying, if schools have gone to all online learning and there's nobody going to be in be in school, there's nobody staying in dorms, then obviously you can't have football because the schools make the decision for everybody. But if you're still going to have students in class, you're still going to have students in dorms, and you're still going to have those football players still here, I feel like you should let it be their decision as to if they play or not, as long as there's a certain standard met when it comes to testing in the bubble, well, as much of a bubble as you can make for these players, as well as liabilities concerned, because these obviously these schools don't want to get sued. So, at Ohio State, being that all these standards are met, there has been a huge outcry for everybody to to the Big Ten commissioners, Big Ten commissioner and the presidents to renege on their decision to do that to a later date, hopefully to try to do as much as possible to still have a fall season. And this probably being so important for the players that have draft stuff to draft stock to make and for and honestly it's, I think it's even more powerful because you have a guy like Justin Fields that honestly doesn't have to play one more down for Iowa State. And he's probably a top five pick. And from what I can tell that is even more powerful because of the idea that he doesn't he has, has nothing else to gain and he still wants to play. He's probably doing it for the players that 
probably still could have something gained if they played another season. The fifth-year seniors, the players with not a lot of eligibility left that want to get their draft stock up to potentially be a non-drafted guy to potentially being drafted or being somebody that wouldn't be signed at all because they don't have any tape on them tape on them to potentially being signed and for that I'm not going to sit there and tell anybody that their dreams and what they want to do is insignificant even though in real life the game of football is insignificant to these people these players these coaches it's super significant and that's why I'm going to rely on what they want to do as long as they feel like they can be safe you I, I would rather err on the side of wanting to go with what they want to do and from what I've seen from other conferences, they're waiting it out. I feel like the Big Ten and Pac-12 should be waiting it out as well. And let's be honest here. The one thing I probably don't get about this is that it's not 100% about safety when it comes to the presence and stuff like that. I feel, feel like liability is a big issue. And let's be honest. I think the players have realized that they have a huge voice during this whole pandemic in pretty much realizing that if they don't play that there isn't a season. So I feel like in the, a lot of players made demands. So you had the PAC 12, uh, have a coalition of players that came out with making demands of certain, uh, of the conference splitting revenue, a lot, a lot of different things that honestly, I don't won't really see happening, but when it comes to the safety aspect, they were asking very, very legitimate questions as to they should be getting daily testing and all that. And then same thing with the Big Ten. Uh, Big Ten coalitional players have came out and said they pretty much did the same thing, requiring that if the testing is up to a certain point, uh, they should they should uh, have their have their medical expenses taken out for future after even after you're playing. I feel like all that is pretty pretty manageable for these schools making millions upon millions upon millions of dollars. And honestly, I feel like the presidents of the Big Ten and Pac-12 were scared because these players decided to speak their voice that potentially these players would put, potentially at some point come want to come to the table and have a seat to be able to potentially ask to get paid like they should have been paid a long time ago and to unionize to make sure that they have... They, they can negotiate a lot of these different things that they probably should have been able to do a long time ago. And it's because of that that I believe these uh, commission, these uh, presidents, stuff like, and presidents and commissioners have decided to make that decision. And when I think of that, that's what makes it suck for me. Because if they're not making the decision with necessarily 100% in mind, then I feel like there's a little bit of wiggle room for these players to make the decision for themselves if they want to play as long as there's a standard met with the testing within their facility and then the, all the teams that they will play if there's a certain stat, same standard met. I feel like it should be their decision. Just like it's the kids' decision to go to go to class or not, being, being uh, around other kids can't be socially distant all the time. It's not going to happen. So that's why where I will err on the side of listening to the people that are directly involved, parents, coaches, and the players. So, so as far as I can tell, 
if that's if that's going to be how the uh, how the Big Ten and Pac-12 are going to do it, I can only hope that the SEC, the Big 12, and the ACC do not have a season. Because if they do have a season, it'll potentially it'll make the Big Ten and the Pac-12 look super bad. And that sucks. And to be totally honest, I don't care if I see it if I see a down of football. And I know that's crazy coming from Ohio State fan. Everybody knows Ohio State fans are crazy, but I I truly believe I this is this is what in my heart this is all for the players. If they decide to have a season without anybody watching and if they can get that tape out there to NFL scouts to potentially get their fan, get themselves paid and essentially have their families taken care of, that's the most important thing. I don't care about my entertainment. Not in comparison to their lives. That's they've been working for that for so long. They don't deserve to have play have these people, these presidents that don't necessarily totally care about their safety to make this decision for them. Especially if one of the main reasons is just is just to keep them from potentially unionizing and getting a seat at the table and getting paid what they should have been paid a long time ago. And that's that's a sickening feeling to me. And yes, they have to state they have put out there that they're trying to do a, a spring season. And honestly, I, just, I really just don't see it happening. And I see that because for in order for that to happen, even if you reduce the schedule a little bit, the Big Ten would be playing a bunch of other other Big Ten teams. So I would say specifically for a team like Ohio State, where they're rolling over the Big Ten anyway, it's a bunch of non-meaningful games, which honestly is more for me, but they can still put that tape out there. But I would say also that they would still be most likely be uh, expected to play another fall season. So you'd have potentially an eight-game season, and then you have another 12-game season, including, and then you have the playoffs on top of that. Though That is something that you can't, you can't expect players to do. That's even even less safe. It's for physically, you're going to have players getting hurt all the time, to- like all the time over the pet next year or so. So I just don't see it happening. If you're doing all this for player safety, I just I just don't see how they can rationalize it to the people, to the players, to the coaches. So I feel like if there's a chance for them to make get a season in the fall, I feel like they should delay that decision as much as possible. To potentially do what the players, the coaches, and the parents want. And now going from a decides to do that to the NBA. Where they have decided to do a bubble. Both the players and the league has put money, resources, and has exercised a lot of discipline in order to have a season still. They have all gone, all the t- pretty much all the playoff contending teams... And then you have teams within, I want to say, eight, no, six games of the eighth seed have went to the bubble and try to play these eight game, eight game seeding games. And then you have the playoffs right after these by now, the eighth games have been played and you have the pretty much the playoffs are set and it's set to set in a couple set to start in a couple days. When it comes to these seedings. I will get that here just a sec. Okay, so for the East, you got 
Okay, so for the East, you got Milwaukee, Toronto. Milwaukee, Toronto. If we do it by conference. Okay, so for the Eastern Conference, you got Milwaukee, Toronto, Boston, Indiana, Miami, Philadelphia, Brooklyn, Orlando. That's one through eight. Um, and then for the Western Conference, you have L.A., well, obviously L.A. Lakers, L.A. Clippers, Denver, Denver Nuggets, Houston Rockets, Oklahoma City Thunder, Utah Jazz, Dallas Mavericks, and Portland Trailblazers. And that not being the only thing. So one of the little caveats for this season was if for the 8th and ninth seed, because technically there is no ninth seed, but if a potential ninth seed is within four games of the 8th seed, there's something called a playing game. So what would happen is, is that the ninth seed would have to beat the eighth seed two times in a row, and they would take the eighth seed and go into the playoffs. But if the eighth seed wins either one of those games, the eighth seed still goes on. And those eighth and ninth seeds ended up being the Portland Trailblazers and the Memphis, Gri- Memphis Grizzlies. Grizzlies. Memphis has had the eighth seed for a while. They've played all season really great, but then you had the layoff for from COVID. And then he pretty much gives Portland another chance to get themselves in there. They went 6-2. and two. I'll also have to mention another team that did really well in the West is Phoenix. They went 8-0 and oh for those eight playing eight seeding games. But it just turns out after everything, Portland just was just a game ahead of, of the Phoenix Suns. And that's just how it ended up being. Dame Dollar, da- uh, Damian Lillard played great throughout the uh, throughout the bubble. He was also just named the bubble MVP, which is, which is amazing because he just went off. I think he was averaging 30 for the eight, eight seeding games, which is amazing. And I think it just kind of shows what that kind of determination can kind of get you if, you, uh, if you're somebody of his caliber. I don't know how it's going to go because now him being the Portland Trailblazers being eight seed, they have to play the Lakers first round. I would think that it's going to be a hard, hard-fought hard series for the Lakers to win just because the Lakers don't have a lot of guard play and they don't make a lot of threes. So if you're scoring down and you can't necessarily stop them from making threes, then Portland has a way of uh, way to do this. But I would also say Portland doesn't play a lot of defense, so it's going to be a tough one. So from that, I am going to say my prediction for both the Eastern and Western Conference Finals, Who, what two teams are going to be in each. So for the Eastern Conference Finals, I'm going to say that's most likely going to be the Milwaukee Bucks. And I would also say the Toronto Raptors. Toronto Raptors have played really well. They have championship medal. They just won it last year. No Kawhi. But I have a feeling the East is just so weak, the Toronto Raptors could probably get there again. And then for the Western Conference Finals, it would be, I honestly, it would be really cool to see Portland beat the Lakers, but I just don't see it, and I just feel like the Clippers are just so deep, they're going to make it as well. So I have a feeling it's going to be an all-LA Western Conference Finals with the Lakers and the Clippers. Last thing I want to touch on is the MLB. Uh, They have started their season as well. MLB is real near and dear to my heart. Baseball is what I've played since I was a little kid. Uh... My favorite team being the Yankees, so really great. I really need a season to happen because this this Yankee team is really good, and Judge has been on a tear as of as of right now. He's he's just got hurt, 
with a, I want to say a leg, a leg injury of some sort, but he had, was on a tear until up until now. He was had the most home runs in the league, but I would like to say that because they have not gone to a bubble system like the NBA, you have had a couple outbreaks. So you had the Miami Marlins get hit with an outbreak of COVID. You had the St. Louis Cardinals get hit with an outbreak of COVID. And because of that, there's been a lot of games that have been postponed. One of the few questions that have come up is, oh, what's going to happen if there's more outbreaks? What is the line where if it crosses that line and so many teams get infected, are they going to stop the season? And that I would hate to see because, you know, I see a lot of teams that are doing what they have to do to potentially have a season. But this all stems from the fact that the players didn't want to go to a bubble system, make that sacrifice like the NBA to have a season, which is a hard decision to make. I have to give them credit to be away from your family for a few months. I would say that it's only for 60 games, which they're trying to get in within two months. So it's not as bad as if it was a full season by the MLB, but it's a hard decision to make. And if they really wanted to have a season to go off without a hitch, the NBA has proven the bubble was only is the only way to do it. And because the MLB players wasn't able to make that decision, this is what this is what's coming of it. So I would hope that there's a season still going on. I would hope that it gets to go. I need the Yankees to win a World Series. I haven't seen this in 2010. I really want another World Series. So I hopefully hopefully those players don't screw it up. Not just the just the Yankees, but you have all the other teams in the league in the uh, Major League Baseball. That can't screw it up either. So, please wear your masks. Stay as socially distant as possible. Stay in your hotels. Come on, y'all. We, we really need the season, all right? Especially with the uh, NCAA being pretty much canceled. And let's be honest, I don't see the NFL going too long. As long as uh, everything's going right now, you have players trying to sneak <laughs> women into the hotel rooms. So, I would hope that the, the NFL will have a season, but it's just very, not very likely. So with that, I've uh, pretty much exhausted everything I want to talk about it for right now. Uh, there will be another episode at some point soon. Thank you for listening. My Twitter handle is Javante Boozer. So if you want to tweet me, uh, talking about anything about my podcast, let me know. If you have any any suggestions for me, let me know. I'm willing to take, in, take anything just to make this better. This is new for me, so if you're willing to listen and willing to give me some advice, I'm more than happy to take it. All right, have a good day, and thank you for listening.